This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good afternoon. I'm Greg Elliott and this is Sport Today, a weekday sports news podcast designed to keep you on the ball. And I'm Gemma Ryan. It's Monday the 8th of March. In your Sport Today, the first UFC title decided by disqualification and the Aussie netball and cricket teams lose in New Zealand. Plus, the first female cricket statue is on its way and coronavirus forces Ben Simmons out of the NBA's All-Stars game. All right, let's dive in. We're going to start today with one of the more unexpected moments in sport over the weekend, the first time a UFC champ has won a title via disqualification. Reigning UFC bantamweight champion Piotr Yan of Russia was stripped of his title after being disqualified for an intentional foul against Jamaican Aljamain Sterling, Gemma. Yeah, and that foul was kneeing him in the head while Sterling already had one knee on the mat, Greg. There are a couple of cardinal rules in the UFC, which is a sport I didn't actually think had rules, to be honest, until recently. And one of them is that you can't knee an opponent if they're grounded, i.e. if they've got a hand or a knee on the floor. Yan says he made a big mistake in doing so, and he apologised to Sterling post-match on Twitter. And Sterling actually took the belt off and was on the floor crying after he won. Like you said, Greg, this is the first time this has happened at any level in UFC history, so it was pretty crazy to see happen. Definitely crazy. There were three title fights, which is rare, so it was a big night for the UFC. The other two went predictably. Gem, Amanda Nunes, who hasn't lost a fight since 2014, she easily held on to her featherweight title against Aussie Megan Anderson, winning in the first round. And Polish Jan Blachowicz held on to his light heavyweight title against Kiwi Israel Adesanya, who was going for a double title win as Jem, he already holds the middleweight title and he was going for the light heavyweight title too. That's the next class up. Speaking of the Kiwis, well, they fared a bit better in other sports news from the weekend, Gem, beating Australia in both the netball and the cricket. The Diamonds went down to the Silver Ferns in the fourth game of the Constellation Cup with a close 45-43 to win. And Aaron Finch's T20 side lost the decider yesterday by seven wickets. Yeah, and the netball, the loss for the Aussies in the Constellation Cup is the first time they're not lifting the trophy since 2012, which is a bit of a big deal. Over in the T20, it was a rough day batting for the Aussies with only three players managing to reach double figures in their scores. Aussie skipper Finch said they weren't aggressive enough with the bat, but that his team showed resilience and character in the series. And in the last bit of news from the weekend, Gem, Australia is officially out of the inaugural World Test Championship in June after England lost to India on day three of the fourth test. As we said on Friday, Gem, Australia could only have made it if England had won the test. So because they didn't, India will now face New Zealand in the WTC final. Still on cricket, but the women's now. Cricket Australia are celebrating International Women's Day with the announcement of the first ever statue of a female cricketer to be put up at the SCG. Gem, there are 73 known statues of cricketers across Oz and none of them are women. Cricket Australia say this new statue is one step in the challenge they're setting themselves to address gender equality issues in the sport. They've also formed a recognition of women in cricket working group who will put together a list of candidates for the statue, as well as looking at other ways of publicly recognising female cricketers. 
Current Vice Captain Rachel Haynes is on the committee and spoke out on the record-breaking Women's World Cup final at the MCG last year, saying that it showed women deserve to stand alongside male players in terms of recognising their contribution to the game and that the statue is a really positive step forward. As a reminder, Greg, Haynes is referring to the final that fell squarely on International Women's Day last year and with 86,174 attendees, the game was the highest attended women's sporting fixture in Australia, the second highest worldwide, the highest attended women's cricket match worldwide and the highest attended T20 match for both men and women. Pretty hard to forget that. That game, Cricket Australia interim CEO Nick Hockley specifically mentioned the timing of it being one year since that significant game in his announcement. No word yet on when we'll see the list of candidates for the statue. I have a feeling it might be Elise Perry. Yeah, I reckon she'd be up there. The NBA All-Stars game just wrapped up with LeBron James's team beating Kevin Durant's, but it wasn't without a last-minute interruption from COVID. Philadelphia 76ers teammates Joel Embiid and Aussie Ben Simmons were ruled out of playing just nine hours before the game as they'd been flagged by coronavirus contact tracing, all from haircuts, Jim. Yep, their barber had tested positive, both players had tested negative, but the NBA made the decision early Sunday morning that they wouldn't be allowed to play. Golden State wore Steph Curry playing on Team James has had a massive game on court and he took out the three-point challenge before the game with Indiana Pacer Demantis Sabonis taking out the skills challenge and Portland Trailblazer Anthony Simons winning the halftime dunk contest. We'll chuck links to the festivities in the episode notes. It's good fun for a Monday Alvo break from work. Embiid's currently at the top of the NBA's MVP ladder for the current season and his loss seems to have been felt by Durant's team who weren't able to take the lead at any point in the game. LeBron's team won 170 to 150. They also had the MVP for the match, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He usually plays for Milwaukee. Catch This is our daily look at the stuff people are talking about from an epic sporting moment, an obscure sport update, or an event to pop in your calendar. Gemma, American Bryson DeChambeau is a sensation in golf right now, mainly for his massive drives off the tee. He's gone viral again today with a drive at Bay Hill. The sixth hole there, it loops around a lake, but you'd have to be crazy to try and hit it over the lake because it's just so huge. That's exactly what Bryson's done, though. A 338-metre drive, it easily clears the water. It's a great video. The crowd goes nuts, and he won the tournament to boot. Uh, We'll put a link in the episode notes. Would you try that drive, Greg? I'd try. I wouldn't (laughs) know how I go. So, Greg, Shana Jack is an Aussie swimmer who's been in the news a little bit lately because she's currently serving as suspension due to a positive drug test in 2019. She's been trying to clear her name and US anti-doping agency CEO Travis Tigart, the man who caught Lance Armstrong, has said Jack did try to comply with the anti-doping rules at all times. She's also started a GoFundMe page after exhausting her life savings. Basically, there's a lot to it. And if you want to hear more about it, at 8pm tonight, she'll be on ABC's Australian Story. So recommending that for anyone keen to check it out. 8pm. Yep, I will chuck it in my calendar. That's all from us here at Sport Today. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what we're doing, please leave a review on whichever app you're using. And we'll catch you tomorrow. Tomorrow.